Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. HealthGrades has always taken a platform approach to connect consumers with the right healthcare providers. Millennium Live is joined by Chris Catello, Chief Business Development Officer at HealthGrades, to explore trends that are changing the way hospitals and health systems interact with their consumers and how to better leverage data, technology, and insights to reach better health outcomes. Thank you so much for being here today, Chris. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and HealthGrades? Absolutely. Yeah. Again, I'm uh, Chris Catello. I've been with HealthGrades for uh, nearly eight years now, um, and we, um, you know, really believe that we wouldn't have a mission uh, without our health systems mission. So each and every day, we try to connect consumers with the right uh, care providers, and it's been a great run. What do you think makes HealthGrades so unique? I believe that again, you know, we we really focus on the mission of healthcare and finding the the care path for a consumer that connects that consumer with the correct provider. So our ability to utilize data analytics, predictive models, those type of things, just has been wonderful uh, with my experience here, um, and also the the growth of healthgrades.com and what we've been doing with healthgrades.com and the consumers. And the way they utilize that site, not only for, for ratings and reviews, but just information and then their ability to appoint and connect with those care providers has been really great. Now, I'm sure you have a lot of insight into the industry. So what trends are you seeing that are changing in the way hospitals and both health systems interact with their consumers? Well, so for us, we've, uh, we've really looked at connectivity. And then, of course, with covid uh, things had changed, you know, so this pandemic hit us uh, in March, you know, the world changed um, and immediately healthcare had to adapt. So for us, you know, we have, we have a platform, we've always taken a platform approach. And with that platform, we have the ability to connect consumers at many touch points along their journey. So uh, you'll hear terms like CRM for uh, customer relationship management or PRM for provider relationship management. And what we've been able to do is take one single data layer and connect with the consumer at their point of care needs. So uh, when a consumer is, for instance, searching digitally on a web, we have the ability to help drive them to the right care provider. We also uh, have the ability to allow uh, medical staff uh, and clinical staff to look at at patterns. It might be uh, referral patterns, it might be leakage, those type of things. And then we also stay connected with that consumer post-encounter. And with all of that, we believe we have a 360 view. And um, that's been wonderful. But really, to your question of, of, you know, kind of what's changing, there's no doubt with what's happening now with telemed and televisits and those type of things that, you know, with the pandemic, I would hate to ever say, it was a blessing because it's not by any means, but some good things can come out of it. And coming out of it are, um, you know, fast tracking things like telemedicine and our ability to utilize telemedicine, not only in what we do at health grades um, with consumers, whether it's CRM initiatives or our engagement center initiatives, but also on healthgrades.com, the ability to just allow consumers to appoint and utilize those type of technologies. And I've seen all over the country that health systems have been able to fast track e-visits, e telemedicine, um, and it's been wonderful. It's just great that you know, out of something so terrible, something good can come out of it. Absolutely. And like you said, you don't want to say that something good 
has come out of it out of something so tragic but it's true that many things have come out of it and we are changing and expanding so i know that health grades does talk a lot about intelligent engagement so can you tell us a little bit more about that but also why is it important absolutely yeah so when we talk about intelligent engagement it's really about our ability to be precise now our ability to be precise Um, could just be words if I say it like that. But the truth of the matter is we utilize a series of predictive models that have been built over the past 30 years. Uh, We have uh, the ability to allow those predictive models to learn and they learn from data. So, you know, you hear a lot uh, you hear a lot nowadays about machine learning um, and machine learning and how it how that uh, is impacting technology or impacting a consumer's um, choices. But uh, with predictive models, our models have been learning for 30 years. So we were doing things like um, artificial intelligence, machine learning for many, many years before that was kind of a cool term, you, you know? So it's really important because what we believe is that when a consumer um, can be hyper-targeted. It's not just to try to pick up a consumer for business, it's try to help that consumer lead to the right care provider. And with predictive models, that's what we're able to do. So when we say things like intelligent engagement, what we mean by that is we're helping the consumer become engaged uh, with intelligent choices by utilizing these predictive models to find the right care path for them. Speaking on that, how do you think hospitals and health systems can better leverage data and insights to accelerate intelligent engagement? It's, it's so, there's just been so much disparate data for so many years and so much stuff that's coming at these uh, health systems and care providers. And, you know, I, I think um, to your question, that there has to be a way that, that health systems can really align, understand what is important to them. You're not going to be able to take every single piece of data out there because health systems inherently have collected so much data over the years that you find these disparate areas of data um, sitting in data warehouses or maybe in a CRM tool or even web tracking tools, these type of things. So I always advise that, you know, start simple. Let's just start simple. Let's start looking at certain data paths, um, make decisions. Do you want, are you looking at consumer data, patient data, uh, payer data, provider data, um, and start really segmenting those data pathways. Eventually, I mean, we've seen some really good stuff now with the use of models, with the use of data warehouses where they are bringing it all together. Um, So I just think a a simple plan, um, not try to, you know, the, the old term of boil the ocean, but not try to start too large um, and just start in these these areas, then health systems can do great stuff by utilizing data to help make informed decisions. Absolutely. So what kind of role does technology play in this shift? Oh, it's it's the role, the main role. I mean, that's the, the ability to parse data now and look really beyond just EMR. So, you know, we saw with um, some of the specific acts that have taken place over the years, you know, whether it was meaningful use uh, when we put EMRs in place and we watched that grow. And then just recently, um, well, not so recently, but just uh, what happened with healthcare reform, uh, then now recently the CARES Act and and those kind of things that uh, technology, you know, the focus on interoperability, the shift um, from 
EMR just being a technology, but more of a pathway to learnings and then the integration of tools like CRM. CRM, you know, the term CRM, I think is probably overused and we're just as guilty at a health grades of it, but the ability to view data and use technology to go beyond the EMR and really understand what I was saying at the beginning that one data layer, a single data layer that, that looks at the consumer data, the provider data, uh, post encounter data, utilizing call centers and contact centers um, or engagement center tracking, those type of things are going to be really important for the future. The old saying of just, you know, the frictionless front door um, for the consumer, what we really need to do, and it's probably overused, but I think healthcare has done a pretty darn good job of studying other industries. We get a bad, bad rap for that, um, but other industries have looked at the consumer front door or the digital front door and made it easier. And we're doing a pretty darn good job of that right now. I just think we have to continue to evolve that. Of course, and evolving takes time. That's so, right. <laughs> so do you have any advice for any healthcare leaders that are looking to undertake this transformation at their health systems and what you would say to them? Yeah, I, and I do say it uh, often. I say, you don't do it in a silo. Don't try to do it in a silo. Get an executive buy-in. No idea is a bad idea. Bring it to the table uh, with an executive leadership team and you know, go forward with, with a plan that you can phase out because you're not going to solve some of these technology problems, interoperability issues, data issues. Uh, you're not going to solve those overnight. So you know, I look at things like the executive buy-in uh, a segmented plan that can be phased out, um, a team approach where you're meeting on a regular basis, and really just milestones uh, where you're able to feel some wins and successes along the way. Great. Well, I'm so happy that you've had a wonderful experience and it was wonderful talking to you. And I hope that we can see you again virtually, but hopefully in person within the next year or so. So thank you for being here today, Chris, and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to Millennium Live, a Digital Diary podcast. All episodes are available on Digital Diary by going to mill-all.com.